OMG. <laughs> yeah, I realized we've never really talked about how we, our Nosby systems, like how we put things together in Nosby, both personally and at, at Nosby. I don't think we've ever discussed this in two years. We've mentioned it on, in passing, but we never discussed it. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, you know, mm-hmm. probably not, not now that's, that's the, the least sort of urgent of the topics, but I think it's also worth discussing. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books you read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. And now it's January, so everything that comes to mind are New Year's resolutions and and hopes and dreams and uh, crying over, you know, how the past year was bad and the new one is going to be better <laughs> or it's going to be the Windows Vista of the years again or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's true. Uh, the first thing to, to note is that New Year's resolutions as resolutions don't work. Yeah. Uh, but uh, really thinking about the year, reviewing last year and planning next year uh, with you know, doing it with a methodology that makes sense, uh, making a plan that you follow, that you review every week during your week review, that does work. Uh, and we're not going to discuss that today. Um, we're going to discuss our review of 2017 and our plans um, for 2018 uh, in one of the next episodes, which is probably going to be posted on January the 30th. And why is that, Michael? Because we planned again our our you know our whole schedule of of, of posting um, the episodes and recording of the episodes, and we will have a surprise for our listeners. Oh yeah, but uh, for for that you have to wait a little bit. Um, but during our annual reviews, which I believe yours isn't finished yet, right? No, it's in it's a work in progress right now. It there is a mess on on the whiteboard that you can see. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna post this maybe on Instagram or something. The mess on the on the whiteboard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 still I'm still working on it. Yeah, mine is finished. It's probably going to have some some tweaks the the plan itself. But uh, overall, I'm done. But the thing is that during the process of thinking about what I want for next year, I. Um, you know, I, I saw new ideas, new new insights that allowed me to make uh, a good new plan. And I've made some changes to the whole process of how I review things. So we've decided that it's better if we first discuss, and this is probably going to take three episodes, um, our new um, ideas uh, for um, for how to plan uh, the new year. And we want to share it, share it with you. And then, only then, um, talk about our specifics, like, what for us exactly happened la- uh, last year and what we plan uh, this year. Yeah, and um, well, w- what you see a messy whiteboard because I was in the same process of, of seeing the improvements, seeing things I can do differently for this year and while preparing for the webinar, the webinar about New Year's resolutions. It's another you know idea that we had in Nosby to just start a year with a good webinar. Unfortunately, if you're listening to this episode, uh, it, the webinar is already, you know, it's already been passed because it's going to be happened tomorrow and we're going to publish this probably on Thursday. 
So, but if we are going to publish this on Thursday, uh, our dear Marcin, uh, who is not happy that we will ask him to be stressed to, to post this very quickly, um, uh, then you will be able to access the recording of the webinar if you take advantage of our special Nosby promo. So there is the Nosby sponsor corner. We will have a special Nosby promo to help people really, you know, start the day, you know, with the tool. So uh, if you, you know, go to Nosby, see the promo and you get take advantage of the promo, you will get a recording of this webinar. So uh, if you want that content, you know, then 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 great. And but but many of the things that we will, I will I will I will discuss, I will have discussed in the webinar will be discussed here on the show as well, but over a, a period of several episodes. All right. So if you want to um, really think about uh, this year, about how to make 2018 really, really good. Uh, I recommend that you listen to the episode we've recorded last year. We had really good summary of, of ideas of how, what is our process for reviewing the year. It's episode number 82 and the link will be in the show notes. Um, and now I guess let's, let's uh, you know, tune into our new ideas to have more ideas and to actually rethink things, I decided to really listen to Essentialism again by Greg McKeon. <laughs> so I'm really, like, I'm really, which, you know. Which time is that? Fourth. Fourth time okay. I'm reading this book. So I, I did it again. Uh, so because it was fourth time, I, I, like, I didn't have to pay so much attention, but it's, it's, it's funny how the fourth time you're listening to a book, the, the, the things, you, you discover new ideas. I mean, like, this is, this is, I mean, this is completely a thing. You you are discussing the, the, the discovering new ideas when you're listening again. That's, that's the second thing. But I also wanted to review the book Deep Work and um, and Four Disciplines of Execution. But instead of listening to these books, I decided to listen to our past episodes about them. And uh, yeah. it was very that's actually so fruitful because we got the gist of it, really. And so instead of um, uh, listening to the books, I listened to our past episodes. We'll link to them in the show notes. So I'm really <laughs> finding myself, uh, you know, really listening to our past episodes because, uh, you know, these guys there like then were pretty smart about things. So it was, it was good <laughs> to listen to them. Yeah, actually, it's not just me recommending the listeners to listen to our last year's episode, but that's actually what I did. I was, um, you know, preparing for my annual review and I'm like, hmm, I remember having some pretty good ideas that I've learned last year about annual review, but I'm not sure what they were exactly. So I, I did release into it and actually that was useful. That, that was useful to remind myself of of the things I, I've discovered so that I don't, I don't make mistakes that I've already learned to avoid and then have to rediscover it, relearn it in two years when I, you know, not even remembering that it was already a solved problem. Yep. So it's, uh, yeah, it's... It's good that you know the podcast. Uh, the podcast episodes live in forever, so you can really you know you can just scroll to the history of the podcast and just choose the episodes you want to listen to again. And uh, yeah, I totally recommend it as well. Okay, let's let's try dive with the with the topic of today. All right, the topic for today is about how you go around um, planning for certain goals you want to achieve, certain uh, things you want to get done in the next year, but also how to think about um, as a goal for a year to improve on habits, like this is, this is actually the idea of New Year's resolutions: is that you decide to be better at X, which is a, a um, unstructured uh, way of saying improve a habit, right, or develop a habit, or get rid of a a bad habit. Um, and 
for me, um, in 2017, there's many goals I've had, both in terms of things to do and things to improve on, some both sort of projects and habits that I've failed at, at least if you compare it to my plan, right? Uh, it's It didn't exactly match um, the plan. I, I, I did those things, but less of it. So for example, I didn't achieve my uh, exercise goals. I didn't exercise as much. I wasn't as physically active in 2017 as I hoped, and not as much as I was in 2016. I didn't read as many books as I'd liked. Uh, I read 20 books, which is still well above you know, average, uh, but not 34, which I've read in 2016. Right. At the same time, I had many projects. I wanted to do this, do that, etc. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't blog at all. I didn't post anything on my blog over the last uh, year. There's a few things that I didn't do as well as I'd hoped. And uh, my problem is that I, you know, I'm I'm fairly ambitious, so I. I set high goals and I push myself and I often push myself a bit too hard. And and the the way it, it usually, what I noticed is that the way, um, you know, the, the, the reason that I fail or, or feel like I'm failing, even though I'm fine, is because I get overwhelmed in a sense that it's not that I couldn't achieve the things I set out to do. It's that, I can only achieve them if they are sequential and not parallel. If I put too many things on me at the same time, that becomes a, a problem. And and with um, with sort of habits, continuous habits that um, that I want wanted to establish, you know, continue with uh, with my diet, with exercise, with gym, with reading, with writing book notes, uh, stuff like that. Uh, is that it's things that that are to be kept up all at the same time. And it's not just I wanted to keep those habits, but I wanted to continuously improve of them, right? All the time. Like I, I treated them not as not as simple habits, nor as projects, but as sort of areas of life to be uh, worked on continuously. And so every week during my review, as I see how I did with this area, with this area, with this area, I feel bad about myself and I get overwhelmed because the the total of those plus the projects that are ongoing is just a lot. It's a lot of information and I find that overwhelming. Okay? Yeah. So the the the, the thing is that um I completed all my goals. Wow. No. Just kidding. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> okay, um, I knew it. <laughs> And and uh, again and 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 for this for for very similar reason as you I mean of course I'm fairly, I'm fairly ambitious I'm I'm, I'm aiming high uh, and but also um, now after this year I've got a lot more insights as to why not and as you as you said the overwhelm was the major issue so the the and the parallel things to have too many things in parallel you know the mm-hmm. we always you know, say deep work, you know, we say, you know, it, 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 this book, the one thing, you should focus on the one thing, you know, the one thing that would make... Everything make else easier thing, and necessary. Everything, exactly. Uh, easier or, un, or unnecessary. And this is like, like, this phrase is very powerful. It's a very powerful it concept. Is. And now I, I get it more. Like I didn't get it then, now I get it more. Or I did I did get it then, but not as much as now. Um, and and th- this also prompted me 
to also approach things differently, to approach uh, in my projects and my goals uh, differently. And whenever I see too many parallel things, I'm already getting scared because I already know that you know this mm-hmm. is not going to happen. You know, I like I have I don't know if you had that when you were doing your annual review, but I have this anxiousness. Like when I when yes. I just start start you know um, generating ideas next mm-hmm. to each other, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be bad. This is not going to yeah. going to happen. Yeah, it's true. All right, uh, so you have the context, uh, but before I, I explain like what are the end result of, of my thinking is um, uh, two observations that, that shaped it. So first observation is Duolingo, okay? Yeah. Uh, at some point I decided, in fact, I didn't decide, it sort of happened that I started learning Spanish with Duolingo and within two months, two months, I finished the Duolingo course. And, you know, I, I, I can't say I know Spanish, but I I can use it, you know? I can chat with you on iMessage with Spanish. We chatted in Spanish during the pre-show. And and it's sort of it's sort of amazing because like if I if there was sort of you know um a a plan that I, I sort of put on the schedule and sort of decided that it's this whole big thing. I probably wouldn't do it. It's just that it's it, the the two months with Duolingo wasn't a result of me planning it very carefully and and making it a, a big deal. It, it was, was just a, it, it yeah it, it it was just a thing that happened. Yeah, but it was like a daily habit. You were doing it like as a daily thing without thinking too much about it, and then it just happened. Yeah, but 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 that's the point. I I didn't I didn't push myself for it. I didn't plan to do it at all. You did it's push yourself though, because you really did lots of lessons in one day. I mean, you were pretty much overachiever anyway. <laughs> I know, but but the point is that you were hooked. The point is that <laughs> it it didn't take any effort. Like mm-hmm. the, the 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 point is that sometimes. Not very often, but from time to time, I just I just hit on a, um, I stumble upon a project, you know, the project. Sometimes I stumble upon something that just tickles my brain in such a way that I can't stop. You know, mm-hmm. like most of like it again. We've discussed this. It, it's amazing. Like sometimes I struggle to do very simple things, and sometimes it's just it feels like I have. <laughs> Uh, like I have superhuman powers. And <laughs> I, I, I don't mean it in a way to, to brag. It's just that like it's... Yeah, it, it's it, it looks... It, I mean, it feels yeah, like... Yeah, it, like th- that's how I feel. I, I feel like, how is this happening? Like, like I I couldn't... I couldn't plan it. Like it, if, if it didn't... Like it was unknowable. It was unknowable for me that this thing would just tickle my brain in such a way that it becomes effortless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and when I was thinking about it, there were other such things in the past that were planned uh, that were different from from Duolingo and Spanish, but they were this one like death thing that I was that I was focusing on. Um, for example, last year we, we there was a series of episodes about it. I I decided to simplify things. Right? It's just like yes. I simplify all the time from, but but just I hit this thing that that I I I decided well, I, I just gotta do it, and I like it just excited me. Like I like 
all of the sudden, I saw so many things that I could improve, simplify, get rid of. And for a couple of weeks, for a short burst of time, I could move mountains in that area. Another time, uh, in 2016, I started going to the gym and I started doing strength training. And for some reason, it just, I don't know, pushed the right buttons in my brain. And I found it really fun, really uh, quite exciting. And I was I was pushing my training program, uh, you know, doing it three times a week. And for a couple of months, this was a thing I did. And it was, it was very sort of stimulating. It was very rewarding. And I liked it. And then it fizzled out and I no longer did it, not with such uh, strength, not with such intensity, not with such consistency, right? Same with the Simplify project. It lasted a couple of weeks and then I still had a plenty of ideas for improvement, but it wasn't as exciting anymore. And same with Duolingo. I, I keep pushing Spanish, but in very simple ways. Like I keep using it and I keep watching TV series with Spanish subtitles, but... I don't practice the same way I did for those two months. Or when I was um, uh, learning a bunch of, um, you know, last year, learning a bunch of new programming skills for a a hashtag secret project that we're working on, or Mm -hmm. when I decided that I would read 30 books in a year, and I did. Or when I decided, um, you know, I read the book Why We Get Fat, and I decided to lose weight. And, you know, for for a burst of time... I was unstoppable, right? Yeah, but but it's normal. I mean, we get excited, we do some things, and then at some point we start, you know, slacking off a little bit. I know. But on the other hand, the good thing is that these habits they are not gone. I mean, if you create a, if if it's long enough that you create a habit of it of it, then it's not gone. It's not uh, completely, you know, um, uh, lost. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 the good thing is that even if you um, if you don't like achieve a goal, but you develop a habit uh, that 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 you know, accompanies the goal, the habit stays, and the habit is you know is a gift is a gift that keeps on giving, instead of just you know you reaching or not reaching the goal. Uh, Let me yeah, give you an example. Let me mm-hmm. give you an example in, in, uh, from 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 last year. For example, last year, I, let's let's see if this story is relevant. Last year, I wanted to really improve my triathlon races, so mm-hmm. I, I set a goal of doing four triathlon races in a year. Which goal itself was pretty stupid because if if uh, it's just a number for triathlon races, and uh, if dates or you know things don't work, I'm not going to do it. And I didn't because of the dates and complications. I did only two out of four, so I did my goal only half, you know, in half, fifty percent of the goal. So I should be totally um, discouraged. But it, to accomplish this goal, mm-hmm. I decided to go to to take swimming classes two times uh, uh, two times a week, and also to uh, follow a running routine with Martin. And Martin, who is uh, sharing this project with me in Nosby, he knows very well that I didn't do it very well, <laughs> that I I didn't follow the routine, you know, by the letter, but I was still following the plan, although in, on my own pace, but I was still still following the plan, and I was going to uh, you know swimming. What was the outcome? The outcome was that I did only two triathlon races, but in both of them, they were my perfect races. The first one in May was my first perfect race. Like really the one that I was just, I finished it and I was just, yeah, hell yeah. And the second one was my personal best. So so like, so like these habits of running, of constantly running along, along the plan and going to the swimming, uh, you know, swimming, 
paid off. And and uh, and now when I'm preparing for next season, right now going to swimming is is is, is a no-brainer, and it's it's just it doesn't cost me any effort. It's just um, it's there. I, I it's the thing thing I do. So so the habit stayed. And although I didn't achieve the big lofty goal of four triathlons, I did achieve two perfect races. So like, come on. I mean, this doesn't get better than that. Yeah, uh, totally. I, I agree. I you know um, the the power of of habit is uh, undeniable, uh, but mm-hmm. that that's actually. That's actually not my point. Uh, okay. My like all of that is true, right? But my the the thing about my observation is that um, when I when I stumble upon a thing like that, that I just I get really excited about it, and you you mm-hmm. can't you you can't force it, right? Like it it's like curiosity. You can only foster the right environment for you to get like super excited mm-hmm. about something like it it it's like falling in love you just have to foster it <laughs> all right yeah mm-hmm. it it's um it, it 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 probably has to be sort of new novel has to be stimulating intellectually uh in some way it has, it has to be re- rewarding right but i just i just saw how powerful it is like it's not something you can predict it's not something you can force but it's something you should foster and it's something I should notice and embrace it and run with it, because in in these rare states where I I just uh, you know stumble upon such a burst project that I get super excited about and I have what feels like superhuman powers, I shouldn't force myself as hard to follow other things, other routines as well as I would normally do. I can slow pace oh. with other other things because. There are things I do continuously, but but this thing for which I have such an excitement, such, such a project, such a um, you know such power that will fizzle mm-hmm. out, that you know might stay in in some way, that might continue to be a habit, but it's not going to mm-hmm. be like that, like not anymore. Right. And so, uh, I, I think that that's something I, I didn't appreciate in the past that I I shouldn't kill the fun, right? I, when I see that. You know, other things can wait a little bit. Other things I can I can push aside, and I it's not it's not most important to stick to it. Like, sure, it's important to to stick to it. It is, if it is important, and you know, keep the habit if it matters to you. But it's most important if you come across a thing like that to mm-hmm. maximize it, right? To to take advantage of this weird, uh, you know, unpredictable mental state where you have superhuman powers, and for as long as it lasts, just you know, just use it. Okay. Add fuel. Add fuel. Exactly. Right. So, so don't punish yourself for other things and for not following that. Just do little push it if if need be. Use structure to make it easier, but sort of, you know, use the best for as long as it lasts. But here's another observation um, that. Is sort of contradictory because when I when I saw that when I I saw this observation I started thinking hmm maybe I've been thinking about goal setting a bit wrong maybe I I shouldn't I shouldn't try to uh, do as many things as sort of continuous areas of of life that I work on all the time but maybe I should um, I should sort of cut them to 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 smaller pieces to projects that you know I. 
it's it's never it's not always going to be like like with Duolingo. That's unpredictable. But I can I can foster an environment where I only focus on one thing. And for example, for two three weeks, I'm doing a lot of blogging, right? And maybe it will excite me. Maybe not as much, but I just have one thing to focus on, and that's still better. And, and I'll let everything slide. But there's a small problem with that. Um, I noticed that there's a, a few things, a few habits that are super important to me where this doesn't work. So, for example, with books, with with reading, listening to books, mm-hmm. I noticed that I had like much of the reason of sort of my failure to to read more than 20 books in a year had to do with the fact that I started reading a book and then I stopped in the middle for some reason that was reasonable. For example, I was doing travel and during that travel I was, uh, you know, spent a lot of time with other people. So I just, I didn't have time for myself to listen to a book. That happens sometimes, right? But I had a half-finished book. And every time that happens, when I have a half-finished book and I don't stay consistent and a week lasts, two weeks lasts. The longer it, it takes, the more resistance I feel to getting back. Yes, I know that. Even though I'm perfectly aware, like consciously, I'm perfectly aware that I love this. I love listening to books. And and when I get back to it, I'll be super excited about it, probably finish it in two days. But mm-hmm. despite that, there is a um, an unreasonable, unrational irrational um, block in my head that I don't feel like it, right? Mm-hmm. So this like this, uh, this sort of burst approach doesn't work for keystone habits like that that are really important for you uh, to keep up all the time. Uh, like that's, that's like reading works best for me if I do it, you know, nearly every day all the time, if I'm consistent. And with mm-hmm. that, it is not most important to maximize it as with the burst projects, but to stick with it, to make it as consistent, consistent as possible. And I started thinking, okay, uh, what about exercise, right? Because again, I wasn't as physically active as in previous years. I didn't do as many workouts, you know, serious workouts like running, strength training, etc. Uh, as before, and I felt bad about it. But but the thing is that I I did it so much before because that was a new, like strengthening was a new thing for me. So of course that f- of course for a few months I was like all you know all about it, and then I was all over it, and I I could never get back to it in the same way, right? And what I also noticed about exercise is that whenever I I I failed to 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 do like those serious workouts, I feel bad about myself and I, I'm even less physically active because like, I won't even, um, you know, go for a, for a walk. I won't even, um, you know, um, use my bike to get from point A to point B in a city and get lazy and use public transportation. Right. And, and I saw, okay, that's, that's kind of bad. Like, like, sure. It was nice when I was, um, as physically active as when I was doing strength training three times a week. But you know what? It's more important to me actually, actually not to maximize it, to be the best version of, of that that I achieved in the past. It's actually most important for me with physical activity to be as consistent as possible. Because when, I, when I'm physically active, even if it's not you know, strength training, even if it's not a run, but if I'm, you know, if almost every day I'll just go for a walk, 
I'll go on, on a bike ride, I feel much better. It makes me feel much better. And that's more, more important to me. And I also know that in terms of health, I'm fine. Like just yesterday, it was sunny. And when I stopped pushing myself, I just, for it, I just saw, okay, it, it's sunny. I feel like going for a run. I felt like it and I did. And even though I did very few running or serious physical activity for the last half a year, I can still run 10 kilometers. So I'm fine, right? And the third keystone habit for me is morning routine. That is something, yes. again, that only works, that only makes sense if it's every day. And every time I fall off the wagon, it's harder to get back. And so that is the sort of thing that has to be not maximized, but as consistent as possible. Yes, I completely agree. And especially um, that... For example, for for the last two months, I've I've established new workflows based on, for example, your workflow with Bear. I decided to do the the, the new workflows for the morning and for the evening, and um, to improve my um, my way of doing journaling and everything, and and the morning routine. And uh, I've been very consistent with that, and I was very happy about it. I wasn't that consistent when I was away for holidays, as always, because you know, uh, for some reason, the routines are are attached to the place. When you're mm-hmm. out of place, yeah, you might true. be out of the routines. Although the fact that we have them on our iPhone helps, because then even if you're somewhere else, it helps that you can still use it and still still get it. And uh, and yes, and uh, for this year, I've decided to even you know also change it as well. So um, I will have a few 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 thoughts in just a second about it. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> So there are these two observations, right? And, and and there's conflict because like it's two completely different ways of thinking about planning things, right? So you mean the you mean the burst projects, you know, the the the, the passion thing right now, mm-hmm. and the consistency of the regular stuff that you have to do, right? Exactly. And so I was thinking a lot about it because I noticed, huh, there's some things that work super well for me if I'm super consistent about it, and there's other things for which I can't force consistency, and when I do. I layer multiple things, get overwhelmed and fail. But sometimes when I maximize it, I, I can move mountains, right? Mm-hmm. And the resolution of, of, of this conflict and, and, and the, the new idea, the new insight that, you know, that, that seems simple, but for me had a profound sort of clarifying um, role in, in planning 2018 is that as much as it, as it is possible, I try to categorize things either in terms either as burst projects or keystone habits and nothing in in between. Like sometimes there are long stretched out projects, like just things for which you don't have to do a lot of work, but you have to do it on a, you know, for a long time. That's sometimes necessary. I'm okay with that. Like it's life, but I prefer to avoid it because, you know, long stretch out projects get layered, right? Because, Because it's stretched out, it doesn't take much of my time, so I can uh, layer multiple ones. I have to layer multiple ones, but then there's just multiple things to juggle, and my brain is bad at juggling multiple things at once. Okay, so for my my plans for for 2018, for example, with writing, with uh, you know blogging, public speaking, uh, with just little personal projects I want to do, uh, also with um, sort of work side projects, things I, I would do during uh, during TGIF, link in the show notes. Uh, 
I didn't plan it as sort of these areas, like writing, public speaking, for which I have multiple items and it's sort of stretched out over the whole year and I see when I plan it. Instead, I I put it as though burst projects that, you know, like I have a project to uh, to write, you know, to blog posts and prepare for public speaking or, or this project or that project. Uh, th- there's a bunch of these. There, there's a list of these burst projects um, and again, I, I can't force myself, like I, I, I can't force this sort of state of mind that uh, that made me feel sort of have, like I had superhuman powers when I was uh, learning uh, Spanish. I can only foster the environment. And the way I foster the environment is um, I have a list of these projects that I want to do in 2018. There's also a list of things that would be nice to do in 2018, but you know, I, I know that I can't do all of it. And my idea is to be working on one of them at a time. Uh, and when I'm done with one, I take another. And I, I, you know, some things that I really want to achieve, I also have to say, okay, man, it's time to do this. But other things, the, the timing, the exact timing is not that important. So I would pick the next project and just one project, just one sort of, um, after work project based on what excites me the most at the moment. So not plan it as a long stretched out thing, but here's a list of burst projects. Pick one, just one that excites you the most. Okay. And then, uh, just three, um, keystone habits, things that I feel like I need to work, work on still continuously that are not sort of fixed and that's uh, physical activity, uh, reading and morning routine. And for them, I I picked a different approach from before because before I tried to push myself, you know, harder and harder and harder, but I realized that right now for those three things, it's more important for me to be super consistent than to maximize it. And I think that um, if I think of it this way, it might actually help me to get much better at it because once you get super consistent about a habit, it becomes fixed. And if it becomes fixed, it's easier to then focus on making it better, right? I will read more books if I um, don't push, my, you know, push myself to, uh, to finally finish that, that book note that I, I procrastinate on, you know, whatever. It's, it's nice that I did it as much, but I'll, I'll try to do it still, but as simple as possible, okay? Those three keystone habits, it's important to make them stick. So simplify them, push myself less, but use, you know, structure uh, to make them super consistent. What do you think? Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I, I totally agree. Because for me, for me, that was my problem last year, that um, in Nosby, I wear too many hats. Uh, I am the, the CEO, I am the chief of marketing, I am, like, I am many people. And because of that, I had many, many goals or projects, like, parallel right happening in the same time and because of that i didn't have enough um um, like motivation to finish them or they were just lagging off and and my discovery last year was when i had a big project or a big thing i i i I invented this two-hour rule like Mm -hmm. i said i I said i said this two-hour block and in this two-hour block i should you know i should you know crack this if i don't crack this in two hours um then then we'll see what happens then but usually the, the two-hour block did the trick 
it, I either solved it in two hours or I almost solved it in two hours and could, for example, delegate the rest to somebody else mm-hmm. or finish it tomorrow, you know, in half an hour, right? So, so this was for me the, again, what, what you say, this burst thing, when you do something completely focused and you just do this, it's, it's so helpful that you're not, you know, spreading yourself thin, but you're just doing this thing. Again, that's why I had to read Essentialism again uh, this Christmas to just, you know, be more primed to this thinking. And, and for me right now, when, I, when I'm sketching here on this whiteboard, you know, goals for, for next year, for Nosby and for, 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 for our team, um, this is what I want to do. I, I, there are a few projects I want to be running in parallel, but I won't be running them. I will have other people be running them. I will be just uh, scheduling time to catch up on this progress, mm-hmm. but there will only be one project for example, in marketing, I want to do it like this. There will be one project that I will be completely focused on and I will just be working on. And the rest, I will have, uh, you know, other people deal with them. And then when I finish one, I can jump into the other one. Because as you say, if if you want to, you know, catch too many, you know, um, uh, you know birds uh, with one stone or whatever, if you want to catch two rabbits, you will catch none or something like that. Anyway, there is a saying that, you know, if you want to do too many things at once, uh, you might do none. And I did. This is one of my biggest failures in yeah. 2017. I haven't completed none of the major things I wanted to complete, although I was telling myself in January last year that I, this is what I'm going to do. This is my priority. This is my main focus. And, and, and how, like, for me, like, when you think about it, how is it possible that this main focus or priority uh, wasn't completed until the end of the year? 12 freaking months. I mean, seriously, like, like when I think about these, you know, these kind of projects, these kind of goals that I haven't completed, like in 12 months, I'm like, really? Like, I must be really, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm bad. I'm just, I'm just compl- a complete failure, you know, when you think about it. But that's the thing, too many things at once. And that's why um, I totally agree with you to have like this burst thing and focus on this burst thing. And, and because I, I, again, with this two hour rule, with what you're saying, I discovered similar thing that when you do a burst thing, it just freaking works. It's like, it's like when you have, um, again, coming back to essentialism and whatever, when I see somebody, for example, with a, I, I have a, I have a friend, he has a, a, a completely, like a very small business and he's just doing this one thing and he's freaking you know, like he's making lots of money and he's like, like he's, he's nailing it. It's, it's amazing what he's doing with just one thing. Yeah. And I'm like, how is this possible? We have, you know, Nosby, we have customers from all over the world. And, I, and, and he's almost reaching our revenue, you know, thing with just one thing, you know? Like, how is this possible? We are spreading ourselves too thin. And this is like the, the main problem that we have. And, and, uh, and you're right. You're completely right. I also want this to end and I want to have like really uh, like like burst projects and focus on them and the rest you know as you said you know I want actually 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 in my weekly planning I want to have scheduled you know maybe two hours you know to catch up on these other projects but not Mm -hmm. nothing more like limit like literally limit myself yeah for the other projects not to be you know just to let them be have other people you know do them as as good as they can and even if they are not doing the best job that i think they should should be doing leave it be there will be time when i can jump on one of these projects but now i have to focus on this one yeah uh that's 
that's the thing. We are capable of a lot, all of us, but sequentially, not in parallel, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah I, completely. I, I I know I'm I'm sort of repeating myself, but but to me, even though it seems sort of obvious in retrospect and it seems so simple, to me it was sort of profound because it's completely different to the way I was planning things before, right? This. Um, to notice that the, the to discern the distinction between um, things that are better one small step at a time over a long period, which is habits, and there's only a few things like that that, like for me in my life, that just don't stick such that I you know hundred percent such that I have to think about them, but that have to be continuous. Most things uh, are either this one thing now or they can wait. And then at some point in the future, there will be the one thing, right? Um, and it's just, I, I want to, uh, so doing m- much less at the same time, not thinking about it as areas of life or areas of my professional life or whatever, but as projects that I do one at a time uh, feels really clarifying. And like when I, when I think about it, like, like pretty much all of the the best times in in life in any context is when you really focus. If you're working, if you're really focused on the work you're doing, your best work, you're productive, you feel satisfied. And outside, like in any context, right? When you're with uh, someone, spending time with with people, again, just focus. Like don't look at your phone, etc. So the the focus is is super important, and I want to foster that. And I also, while I I can't like not everything will be as like I, I can't be like the hundred percent uh, power version of myself. Uh, like when I stumble upon just a magical project, but I, I can foster that. And one of the ways I I want to foster that is that some of the projects I really want to accomplish, and some of the projects uh, I want to do in a certain uh, order. But most of them are sort of optional. I want to do many of them, but which ones exactly? in this year is not that important. And by picking one based on what excites me the most, uh, to a reasonable extent, I want to foster the opportunity for myself to take advantage of of, uh, just moments like that when I'm super excited and so I have more energy and it's more fun. And actually, I also, on the year plan, in the list of sort of um, burst projects to pick from, I put some things that are just plain fun things. Like I want to finish finally my my rocket model that I started and never finished. Because I didn't, like, there was always some excuse not to do it. Like, it's actually funny, but but scheduling, like if, if you're a person like us that schedules a lot of things, scheduling fun things is really good because you're giving yourself the license, the permission to not just work all the time. So I, I put totally. I put fun projects that give me no benefit outside of just fun on the list for the plans for 2018. And I, I won't do mm. all of them, but I want to feel like, you know, I've done a really good project that I have a real benefit from as my last burst project. That's done. I'm done with that for now. And actually, it will be fun to do this project now, right? And I, like, I want to um, sort of have more 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 balanced life like that uh, as well by giving myself the, the permission to like plan in my structure um, things that that are just fun and that's it yeah and um, another thing that um, that I wanted to just 
get back to, although, you know, the fun thing is also like, it's, it's very important, but I wanted to get back to the thing that, about the habits again, because mm-hmm. one thing that you told me way back and I didn't, I, I tried to do it, but I didn't, didn't pay, pay attention. Now I'm doing it is like, I used to put habits in Nosby, for example, in, in, like, in mm. our, as, a, as, a, like, as a repeating tasks and things like that. I used to yeah. do that and it worked for me to start with the habits and I, I really appreciate that and it was fun and it was good and I'm still I'm still you know advocating for that uh, for people to start but now I'm at this point I want to have really tasks in Nosby tasks you know the important stuff yeah. in Nosby so for example I'm I, I also got myself a habit tracker app for the iPhone and there I put the habits, you know, the daily habits that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So then I can follow the streaks, you know, and see how I'm going with it, doing with each habit. Um, and then there are a few habits that I, I, I'm totally, I have totally ingrained right now, like the journaling thing and, and yeah. you know, uh, and the morning routine more or less. Uh, but for example, there are habits that I still want to catch up on. Uh, and, and so I decided to totally like remove the habits from, from Nosby. Just mm-hmm. this way, I don't have that many tasks in priority section in Nosby because the, the habits are gone and they are not cluttering. You know the important tasks, and then I have the, the the habits in a separate app, and it's nice because, like for example, in the morning when I start my morning routine, I do the routine and then I just go to the habit tracker, like mark these things as done, as you know, and I don't. Have, I'm still not in Nosby yet. You know, I'm 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 in a different app to put you know the the the, the, the habits there. So and then I see all the rest of the habits for the rest of the day that I have to you know uh, finish at some point so for example um i've also scheduled you know running and swimming and these things also in this habit tracker so for example every monday i'm going for a swim so every monday it shows up as a, as a swim and it's, it's my you know weekly habit so i just want to take a take ticket take uh, take is done so it's for me this separation seems to be helpful i'll see how this goes but because you've been using a habit tracker before that's why i decided you know let's let's do that because my my priority for this year also is to have less tasks in priority section in Nosby. Oh, yeah. Is to really use it correctly and, and not to be overwhelmed always and always see, you know, 60, 40 or, you know, 30 priority tasks in the beginning of the day or in the end of the day, you know, if, if, if it's even worse. So I don't want that. I want to have, uh, I want to make priority my priority really and and uh, everything else you know uh, um, like manage it differently that's why uh, like this kind of distinction uh, to have projects and burst projects which what we just discussed today in Nosby but then habits move them away to a habit tracker uh, app yeah we'll probably uh, get back in a couple of weeks to uh, discussing how our Nosby systems are actually structured because we've yes. never truly talked about it. And also, I think um, probably in February, we'll get back to talking about iOS because I also wanted to mention uh, habit tracking apps and uh, sort of related ideas. All right. For now, um, I hope that was half as useful for others as it was uh, for me. Uh, because for me, that, that was really clarifying. This this very simple idea, this very simple distinction. No, thanks for bringing that up because for me... Actually, it, it, it helps me when I'm still halfway through my yearly review and yearly planning. So, thanks. 